fancy corner, the fancy corner, the fancy <laughs> corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> good. You're really, going to cut that out, really aren't you? I'm not. I'm, no, I'm going to put that in Gary's band and put, put, uh, put a dubstep beat on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Snapper Podcast. Um, we're uh, four British lads who don't take the NFL too seriously and we like swearing. Uh, we're going to talk about all things football. Uh, this week I'm joined by Craig. As usual, quite sweary. He's a little bit grumpy, isn't he, Craig? I'm a little bit grumpy, mate. Wow. Um, well grumpy. <laughs> all right, glad you're here. Um, and we're joined by Mark. <laughs> sounding resplendent with a new microphone. I know. Well, after the after the badgering that you gave everyone to get some new microphones, I thought I'd better bite the bullet and do it. So here we are, coming crystal clear. Here we are indeed, and we're joined by a special guest, our our fan, um, Adam Foxcroft. You've joined us, <laughs> Tennessee Titans the one fan. And only. Tennessee Titans fan. I'm in a good mood. I've eaten. I've had food. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, my stop, team stop, won at the stop, weekend. Stop, stop bragging, mate. Stop bragging. <laughs> Uh, so, so Adam, uh, a Tennessee Titans fan on a high this week, obviously, with uh, the, the Titans win. How do you feel about answering some questions about your Titans? Ring it on. I mean, I can't, I can't perform any, any worse than my team normally, normally would. Okay, well, so, I've, I've prepared you a, li- a little something. Um, five questions. As always, if you get it wrong, it goes over to the other lads. They can have a crack at it, and we'll get started. How many QBs have the Titans started since they moved to Tennessee? Oh, unless you've got to spare half an hour for me to think about this properly, it's, it's going to be a bit of a guess. <laughs> How many? We, we um, guess most weeks at every single question. <laughs> well, oh, I'm going to say 15. <laughs> Incorrect. Pass it over, Mark and Craig. Would you reckon, Mark? Well, they became the Titans when? 2000? 2001? 1999. Oh, the there you go. That. Oh, there, do I get a point there? No, <laughs> no nothing for that. Okay. So, I think we, uh, should, we should get a point for being close. 99. <laughs> two, um, two, 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 two a year. No, I reckon it's less okay. than that. Definitely not reckon, two a year. <laughs> no, no, that's what I mean. No, I, was, I, I reckon it's less than that. That's what I'm saying. I reckon yeah. maybe 11 or 12. I reckon nine. All right, I'll go with you. Nine. <laughs> Incorrect. Sorry, boys. Actually, Adam, it wasn't too far away. It was 14. Ooh, 14 wow. QBs. Wow. Um, so, I might give you half a point for that, actually, Adam, uh, just because I'm feeling hold generous. Hold on, hold on. Just, no. just because what? he's a guest. Come what? on. <laughs> Pipe down. Um, question two. The top five QBs in Titans and Oilers history have combined for 655 touchdowns. Have they thrown more or less interceptions than that number? There's a bonus point if you can guess the difference. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got to say more touchdowns than interceptions. That's correct. Can you guess the, how many more? I'm going to say 75 more. <laughs> That's incorrect, guys. I bet it's not that many. I bet nah, it's quite it's close. it's going to be close, yeah. yeah. 20, something like that. Craig, I had the last one. You go for this one, Craig. 12. 12 is incorrect, but you're going to get half a point, and that's uh, tying it up. It's 16 in the entire oh. history of the Oilers organisation, Oilers Titans organisation. It should be better than that. We really should. <laughs> yeah, that's a shocking statistic. Um, question three. It's half a point each at the moment. In what year did the Titans last make the playoffs and actually win a postseason game? And for a bonus point, who was it that they beat? Oh, oh, uh, no, this is a bit of a guess. Uh, it's 2003, beating the Jags. Wrong I'm not on, happy with either of those. Wrong on both accounts. Wrong on both accounts there. Um, Mark and Craig to take the lead. Winning a playoff game, it's got to be... Did Jeff Fisher win a playoff? I would have thought yeah. so, yeah. Surely. It's got to be Vince Young, surely. Yeah, that wasn't, no, wasn't that the... Hang on, who's, who's no, the was... Bills fan here? That's me, hello. Right, you must remember Jeff Fisher winning a playoff game, surely. I can remember Jeff Fisher winning a playoff game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even, though, even though the pass was forward, we won't bang on. 
Um, no, no evidence of that. <laughs> Apart from all the cameras. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, not enough evidence to overturn. Wasn't there a year that Steve McNair Craig won MVP? That year, did he not? Um... Gonna have to hurry your boys. I can't remember what year it was, and I seem to remember them losing the the game. They lost to the Patriots that year, but I can't remember. I think they got to the playoffs, and I thought it was around 2002, 2003. But if he said 2003, then it must be 2002 or 2004, around yeah. there. I wouldn't uh, have a clue who the who the game was in the playoffs uh, that they beat. I feel like it's later than that. All right, go with it. What did you say? 2004, 2000, 2002. Oh, okay. Which one? <laughs> that means it's one of them. <laughs> Uh, He's which... angry. We'll go with 2004. Okay, I'm going to give you that. 2004 was correct. <laughs> Who did they beat? <laughs> uh, I don't know. The Pats? No, no, no. no they beat. They, no, they, 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 they won. Beat the Pats. They won it, yeah. I can't remember who else they. I can't remember who they, who they. No, they lost to the Pats, but I have no idea who they beat. Guess. Sure. Anyone? Pick a team. Steelers. Steelers. It's the Ravens, unfortunately. So you've got a point. Now, now, there is a question. There is a question I have here because technically the result was in the 2003 playoff, uh, 2003 season, but the game was in 2004. I'm, I'm, come on, come I've, on. I've got to be honest. I've got to say that's 2003, mate. <laughs> All right, so Adam actually, Adam actually got it right. So you guys have had a point rescinded. I'm sorry about that. That's uh, I, I all of a sudden just remembered that. That's uh, <laughs> great hostery. Question four is one and a half plays a half. Question four: Do the Titans have an overall winning record or not? If you get this wrong, the others automatically get the point. I'm going to say yes. And you're going to be wrong. So, yeah, sure. their overall yeah. record is 406 and 445 with six ties. Wow. Six ties? Six ties, which is unreal, really. That's quite a lot of ties. Okay, this is something I had to look really hard for. This is the deciding question. Name some of the rejected franchise nicknames from the competition to change the names to the Titans. I have four <laughs> and if you get one I'll give you the point not a clue I mean, I, I'm gonna Tennessee I'm thinking music oh, the rockers I don't know no not going country with that. music not going with that let's pass it over so to steal no the points from the, the from the fan from the from the fan <laughs> to steal the points and the victory and to get yourself some nice music guys Give me a crap nickname. Oh, fuck. Well, if they went with Titans, does that mean that it was something on a theme? So maybe something like Gladiators or something like that? Is that shit enough? Because I was going to say maybe something like Trojans, bit of alliteration. Yeah, maybe. Rather than Titans. But right, I'm going to give you five shit? seconds. Four, three, two. Go with yours. One. Trojans no that's not correct so we have a tie we have a tie the first tie so I've got to come up with uh... (laughs) some music to play with that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) okay ties Um, you could have had the Tennessee Pioneers the Tennessee Tornadoes the Tennessee Copperheads or the Tennessee Fury so oh, they are they are terrible. They are yeah. terrible. No, no recollection of that at all. I'm not sure how you would go about designing a logo for a copperhead either. <laughs> weird, weird. Anyway, so Adam, you're the first person that's lost his quiz apart from Martin on his own team. So congratulations on that. <laughs> <laughs> well done. It was a tie, wasn't it? Ties to go along, with, to go along with the six ties. <laughs> Didn't win. Didn't win. <laughs> all right, so. There you go. That's a um, quick quiz on the Titans. Um, before we move on, I, I was brought, pulled up last week for not mentioning the fact that we have quite a large social media presence and not once did I mention it. And not once <laughs> have I mentioned it for the last three weeks. So um, before we go on, I've changed all the names as well. So they're a bit bit catchier and a bit easier to uh, to find. So you can find us at Long Snap Pod at Twitter. Um, you can find us at the Tuesday PM Longsnapper.wordpress and you can find us at Longsnapper Pod 
on Facebook. We've got a little Facebook page now. I've bitten the bullet and gone back back to Zuckerberg's empire. So you can find us all there. I've posted a few things up. And um, any one of uh, our multiple multiple listeners <laughs> I'm trying to think <laughs> there's, there's, there's not a collective there's, yeah, quite, there's, there's not, literally tens of them the thing is there aren't literally tens <laughs> uh, yeah get on there and have a look and find us there there's more than one ten <laughs> look boys let's um, let's move on to, to week five um, again staying on the Titans sort of vibe we've got um Adam here. So, lead us off, mate. The Titans grabbing a win this week, and Mariota finally looking good. He is looking good. Just think what he could be if he had a decent head coach. Um, I don't think I don't think the issue's ever been him. It's not it's not been a great start to the season, and he's not perhaps looked as good as he did in his rookie year. But I don't think he's the problem. If if indeed there is one, we've got a new general manager who's put pieces in place with decent O line at last, a defense that. I'm not completely convinced by, but it seems to be doing okay. Just the big piece is the other double M is the issue for me. I mean, I, I don't want to root for a, a terrible season and him to be sacked as a result. I want us to to win despite him. I'm just still not sure how it's going to look against better teams. But against the Dolphins, it did look good. And Marcus and some weapons now. I mean, DeMarco Murray... I don't think anybody, I mean, in our wildest dreams, expected quite the production he's come up with, um, especially after the the Eagles' effort last year. Um, but with with that, I'm pretty happy. There's there's promise, and there's a lot more, a lot more than there has been of late. I, I don't think the um, the Titans are anywhere near as bad as people have been making out. I think that Mariota is probably a really decent um, decent quarterback with a lot of fairly decent weapons around him. I th- for me, the issue with this game is, is as much about the fact that the Titans were all right in it as the fact that the Dolphins are just terrible. They finished the season, um, they finished the game with a half empty stadium. Tannehill, who apparently is remaining quarterback for the entire season, was gash again. They've got no running game. They've apparently got no one to throw the ball to that's any, de- any decent. They look like a really, really poor team. I think anyone would beat them at the moment. With that in mind, is it more about the Dolphins being terrible or is it about a team that's actually maybe starting to see a bit of the light I do think DeMarco Murray's fantastic I think he's had a really good bounce back year and he's uh, taken all the opportunities that uh, have been uh, provided to him but I, I, I've got to agree with Mark that, that Dolphins defence is just awful I mean don't get me wrong the offence is, is doing nothing but in a defence where you know you, you, you made the move and paid big for Sue I mean Sue turns up Maybe three plays a game. I mean that that defense is is is, is absolutely dreadful. And uh, I, I mean, it's <laughs> Martin's not here, but it, it sucks to be a Dolphins fan. I mean, how how many games have won and lost on the two lines? And look at the the, the two teams' offensive and defensive lines in that game. I think I'm not sure off the top of my head, but the Mariota wasn't sacked in the entire game, and Tannehill was sacked six or eight times, something like that. Yeah, going to your point, Adam, um, I actually sent out to our WhatsApp group um, midway through the second quarter. They on, on, on Red Zone, they only seemed to cut to the Titans-Dolphins game when Tannehill was being sacked. <laughs> and it was quite, quite funny because most games you usually get thrown to when there's a touchdown, but it wasn't. It was just sack cam on, on uh, Tannehill. It was ridiculous. Yeah, um, they were a bad team, man. Yeah, they're 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 a bad team. It's got to come down to the coaches just sucking balls, though, doesn't it, Adam? <laughs> no, they suck balls. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I don't know what can add to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's not spend any more time uh, debating the ve- relative merits of uh, Mister Malarkey and uh, his testicles. Um, let's move on to a good team and the, and, and the Minnesota Vikings. They're absolutely. They're, I mean, they're just panning teams aren't they they're absolutely handing them their anus and uh, they've destroyed the Texans and Sam Bradford seems to be the answer down there yeah I mean that team they knew man they knew that defence is unreal bigger stronger faster sometimes it is literally men versus boys um 
this idea, this NFL cliche that teams have a window and when there's an opportunity to win, they have to take it, uh, you know, just shouts Vikings. Um, Sam Bradford really doing enough, doing what they say a pro NFL quarterback should and can do. And actually only few people can do it. And, and, and that's why they made that move. That team looks for real. I've got one caveat for the Vikings. I know that everyone thinks the only undefeated team left and defence playing really well, got some decent off, decent weapons on, on offence. But I look at who they've played so far and there's like little asterisks for every one of them. Like you look at the Titans, sorry Adam, but it's the Titans. <laughs> um, the Packers, they, they played and it was a game where Aaron Rodgers had a really off day. The Panthers, with all the struggles they've got going on, everyone seems to be beating the Panthers at the moment. The, the, the Giants with Odell Beckham throwing a hissy fit and then the Texans who were gash. I think that they're obviously doing well. But I think that I'm looking for them to do well in their next game. If they're 7-0 and after winning away at Philly and Chicago, then I'll start talking about them as being for real and um, looking like a, a possible contender. Last two games at home against weak sides. Let's see how they're doing. And if they're 7-0, and that's when I'm saying they're good. It reminds me of a few teams from recent years. I've, if I've mentioned the Titans again, 2008, the Titans went 10-0. and and it took all 10 of those games for people to believe that they're actually for real. I, I, th- I think it's a quarterback thing. Uh, Sam Bradford isn't a, obviously a name that has commanded a lot of respect in recent times. Um, but he's now at a team with, as Craig says, an excellent defence and enough around him that it's not just about who's under centre. It's actually it's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, so, do you, I mean, do you guys think that that defence can actually stand the intensity of playing like that for 16 weeks, or, or are they going to hit a roadblock? They're a good D, no question. They are a good D. Um, I think that the the key thing will be is when they come up against a, a really, really high-powered offence, if the, if the D can survive it, if they get pick up a couple of injuries, who knows, they're not going to win. They're not going to go 16-0. No, no, no way. I'm saying it now. No chance. They'll make the playoffs, the Vikings, I think, no doubt. But there's no way they're going 16 and 0. I don't think they'll go 16 and 0, but I do think that is a defense that is built to last. And the reason I say that is 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 they're very opportunistic. It isn't just I mean that you know they're very very physical. Don't get me wrong, but it is it's a smart defense. Zimmerman's doing a great job, um, and that is a it, they, they are taking every chance to create turnovers, to make sure that, um, yeah, that, that, that they take those opportunities. And, and I just think that that's, that's great coaching. That's a team that's bought into a system and there's no reason that they can't continue this against, against any, anyone else in the league. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I, I watched a bit of that game on, on Sunday and I'm a believer in them. Um, another, another team that I'm a, a big believer in is, unfortunately, the New England Patriots and they've... Um, absolutely waxed the Cleveland Browns with uh, the returning Tom Brady. Um, seemingly no no ill effects from missing four weeks and, and straight back on the horse and the Patriots back to being the team to beat. Well, what else can you say about them? They're just a phenomenal team, phenomenal quarterback. They've got a, they've got, um, a head coach that is the master at producing a mismatch and now the best quarterback that is there to exploit them. I think that I, I think a lot of teams are going to struggle against them now. They look good, obviously. <laughs> Here comes a rebuttal. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the Jets. They though. look good. And they, <laughs> and they had that two, um, two tight end set working really well. Um, you know, he got all he could out of those two. I, I, I mean, I, I've got, if you've got Gronk, I'm, I'm not worried. I think they'll both get targets. I think he got seven or five, uh, five or seven, sorry, 109 yards still, even though might be got the touchdowns. But it was the Cleveland Browns. It was the Cleveland. I mean, if there was ever a low ball on your on your return to work, mate, that that was it. That you know, it was the Browns. Let's see when he gets someone running at him and 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 all that. Do you know what I mean? I. Uh, I know what you mean. It, it, it is still a scary-looking offense, and you, they're still without Edelman. Seems to be 
I don't know if he's hurt or if he's he's just not with it or if he's going to suffer now because of the two Titans set. But in, as well, you've got the return of Dion Lewis in a couple of weeks, and that could take them again to a to a, another level. I, I, yeah. I think it it doesn't it doesn't matter who they've got if you, as long as you've got Belichick. I'm not even sure they need Brady. It, it's just a case if you could stick anybody in there and. The genius, the evil genius that is Bill Belichick. Evil, I agree. I agree. <laughs> evil bastard. Guy's <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Satan and Damien. The, the, only, the only weird thing about Deflategate was it's the only time he's been caught. Every single week, he must have something, things up his sleeve going on. He's just too smart for anyone to figure them out. A couple of weeks, New England and the Steelers. That's a big game. We'll know, where, we'll know where that team is after that. I, a team that could... Um use someone like Dion Lewis to really help him out for the rest of the season be the Oakland Raiders who I think uh, a, a proper running back away from pushing the best teams in the AFC They're, I mean they looked they looked quite good at times this week uh, against the Chargers I watched this game and I disagree with you Doug I think the I think the the Raiders are there to be had. They should have lost this game, no question. The Chargers continue to find ways to shoot themselves in the foot. They did it again with that stupid field goal miss snap. Um, the, the the Raiders, I thought, they look good at times. Carr, is, Carr looks like a decent quarterback. He's got some good weapons, but Crabtree drops passes. The, the running game is struggling a little bit, especially with Latavius Murray out. Um, the Chargers should have won this game. They should have been out of sight, actually. Um, I'm, I'm not convinced with the Raiders just yet. So would you say Derek Carr's looking like a potential superstar, or would you say that this team is smoke and mirrors at the moment? He, he throws a lot of yards. He gets a lot of yards because he chucks it down the field an awful lot, and, um, and Amari Cooper catches it. So he gets good yards. But he's, he still throws a lot of incompletions. He's got interceptions in him. Um, I, I think he's a good quarterback and he's, he's one of the best from that draft class, but I think it's too early to be talking superstar status with him yet. I, I don't know about superstar either, but I, I watched the game against the Titans in week three, I think it was, and he, it was all him in that game and a little bit of Crabtree. And as, as you rightly say, with not much of a running game and the, the Titans stopped anything there was there anyway, he, he was a difference that day. You could say that he'll face better teams. Of course he will. But from what I saw, scrambling around, making plays out of nothing, um, he's, he's got something. All I take away from this is that the Chargers and Philip Rivers just ain't got the bottle. I, I, I don't know what it is. They just can't, he cannot win. The man cannot win. And he throws for all these yards and... It gets it. It, we, we, it has a positive slant because he ends up with five thousand yards, and he, you know he, he threw four TDs, but he still threw two picks. Do you know, what I mean, it doesn't. Who gives a shit if you're not winning? The man doesn't know how to win. One last issue I've got with the Raiders: you look at their what they've done so far this season. They've beaten the Saints by one point. They've beaten the Ravens by one point. They lost to the Falcons, and they should have lost to the Chargers. They could very easily be one and four, and they're four and one. Are they lucky or good? Good question. Um, from the dawn of a potential new franchise QB to the possible end of another, Jay Cutler could be on the way out in Chicago and uh, Brian Hoyer stepping up to the plate. Yeah, move on, move on. Uh, Anyone so, but Jay Cutler for me. Mate, Anybody. yeah. I mean, it, much like Philip Rivers. It's, listen, you've had your chance. And they, re, they rebuilt that Chicago side multiple times, gave him multiple chances and the man just always had an excuse, always had a mopey, droopy ass face on the sideline complaining about some bullshit. <laughs> like, move on. <laughs> if if you were if you were in a room, Craig, with Tom Brady, Jay Cutler and um Phil Rivers. Uh, Phil Rivers who I'll would you line put... them up with Bra- I'll line them up with Brady at the front <laughs> and hope the bullet hits all three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, more more QB issues Paxton Lynch struggled mightily for the Broncos against the Falcons in their loss against a D that up to now hasn't exactly been a shut down defence has the blueprint for how to take down the Broncos been found have the Falcons stumbled across something I think the Falcons are good. They're a good, high-powered offense. I think a lot of teams are going to struggle against them. Um, Matty Ice is looking good with that running game. Difficult to stop those two guys. Um, 
Coleman also a, a threat out the backfield receiving. I think they're a really, really good side. Everyone was looking for to see how the Falcons would do against a proper defense, and they've gone and done it now. I, I think this isn't necessarily so much about that the Broncos were terrible, just that the Falcons were really, really good. We talked last week and said this was the test. This was the test, and and they passed it with flying colours. I mean that that, that Matty Ice and the Falcons are legit. It, I, that is a. That, I mean, I I, can, I struggle to see a defense. I, I uh, you know Minnesota against that defense. I I struggle to see a defense who who was able to stop them scoring points. They score so many points. That that offense and the Steelers points everywhere. Matty Ice is playing lights out and is my MVP MVP pick at the moment. That is that is a legit side. I think you know that that defense has only only got to drop its level of performance by f- like five ten percent, and they're all of a sudden they're mortals again, and and the offense just isn't built to play either from behind or stay in a game of a high powered offense. So if the defense Von Miller's just off by five ten percent, they're really going to struggle. It was the same last year, wasn't it? They were they survived based on the fact that their defense was amazing, and it took them all the way to the Super Bowl in spite of their offence almost, and clearly they're struggling to recapture that form this year so far. Well, I say that, they're still, you know, they've still got a decent record, but it's not looking like they're going to be able to carry it all the way through. I would, I would say they're, they've improved at quarterback, haven't they? Versus this last year. year. Yeah. This year, definitely. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, and I don't think their defence has, has dropped off, I, I would expect them to be deep into the playoffs, if, if not even a return. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't think the defence has dropped off. What I'm saying is, on a week-to-week basis, if that defence isn't playing to 100% of its capability, it, it puts more onus on the offence, and I don't think the, the offence is built for that. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I, you could say that you could have said the same 12 months ago. Um, right. Whether lightning strikes twice, I don't know. Yeah, that, that rounds things up for this week. Um, pretty much nothing else interesting happened. Some other teams played, no one cared. Um, again, watch us. Watch out for us on a Sunday on Long Snapper Pod on Twitter, Long Snap Pod on Twitter, or Long Snapper Pod on Facebook, and interact with us because I do quite a lot on uh, game nights. Um, no one else does. I'm looking at you. Too. I'm there now and again. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not. Uh, it's time for this. <laughs> So then, lads, Fantasy Corner, Player of the Week, Marty Bennett or Marcus Mariota? Don't say Mariota. <laughs> As if I would. Is, is that because you dropped him this week, Doug? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you're looking at me like I've just I've cheated on your wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I'm not going to lie, he wasn't in my team in weeks two, three and four. He was on Sunday. I just oh. had a gut feel at about five to six. I thought, I'm going to drop Matt Ryan. And stick Marcus in. You are you the, the only, only thing I can. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it was him. I mean, dare I say, Philip Rivers notched up quite a number of points on Sunday. Um, yeah, Martellus Bennett. Anybody who picked him up's got to be grinning like a Cheshire cat. Anybody that well, dropped I, him has got to be really uh, annoyed as uh, well, haven't they? <laughs> I drafted Martellus Bennett, but it's just at the time. <laughs> It was so difficult to see he could get 20 points one week and none the next. What a killer. But no, it looks like there's going to be plenty of points to go around over there, so I fucked up. <laughs> if, if you're a Gronk owner, are, are, you, um, are you concerned? I'm not. No. I'm not, no. I'm he's, not. Uh, that guy's still going to score massive points. Now he's got Brady back. Um, he's, he's going to be good for 10-plus points every week. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of echoes of the murderer and Gronk uh, busting up the yeah. event. 2010 ish. Um, another person that's been evil, busting evil up. genius. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. You, you're not wrong. It is. That is. Bright. Look, look what he's done. He has managed. To, it is the same thing, and he just stuck another guy in there. He's so, he's literally sold his soul to the devil. It is the only answer. He is, he is, maybe, he, maybe he is the devil. Who knows? He signed it in. Yes, he is. He is <laughs> Satan and Damien. 
I mean, just think of the team you could have had, Craig, because you've got Elliot as well. And, Mate. Um, l- l- listen, listen, I want to go on record here and say that I am not convinced that you couldn't have rushed for those yards on that game. No. That, that long touchdown he had, it wasn't a hole. It wasn't a hole, it was a cave, man. You could have driven... Did, whoa, 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 whoa. He still breezed past those two safeties. I mean, whether they took bad angles or not, he breezed through the middle of them. And that that is what I love about Zeke, is the power and the speed, making all the right decisions. I mean, you can see why this guy was so highly touted. You could see he was ready for the pros. This guy's legit. Zeke Elliott, so far, has got more rushing yards by himself than 23 teams have in total. He's, they're going to keep giving him the ball. He's going to keep giving him the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going to score massive, massive fantasy points this year. Craig, Craig called it early doors. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. I hate hate giving him credit, but but he's, he called it. Can I, can I, again, I want to temper this. Alfred Morris has to be the most valuable backup in fantasy now, because he would, I'm not saying he would be as good, but I'm telling you now, if Elliot broke his leg tomorrow, I don't think there'd be a drop-off in production for the running back position in Dallas. And, and here's why, I, the reason I disagree, is it isn't just his physical attributes. What's coming out about Zeke was that he went into that locker room as you know, as close to a vet as a rookie can be. The guy was there knowing full well that it's on his back, and if I don't play well, our team's not going to do well. And the team's bought into that. The offensive line's bought into that. And you could see at times last year when there wasn't that belief, when Romo was out, that team looked flat. And Zeke has given them that that extra boost. And I, I don't think that I don't think they get that with Freddie Morris. Don't get me wrong. If you've got Zeke, you need to be doing all you can to get Morris. But I, I think Zeke is is a special player. And he's he's doing all of this in a place where you can't hide. It's not like he's he's a I don't know Tennessee, and um, where the, the where the where the media market's tiny. He's a, he's at Dallas, where every single person in America, according to Fox, are watching their games every week, and there's no place to hide. And he's coming up with the goods. I'm I'm with you, Craig, on that. Uh, you're not going to last on this podcast if you keep agreeing with Craig, Adam. Let's put it that way. Um, can I, just just to point out that. Um, I don't know who these people are, but there are 2.6% of NFL fantasy leagues where Ezekiel Elliott did not start. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. They've got to be like one-team leagues, right? Just some dude. Yeah. <laughs> some dude some dude in like northern Alaska just sitting there. <laughs> NFL-managed leagues where yeah. somebody's dropped out after yeah. deliberately yeah. messing about with their draft. We've got to say it. If you're in a spot for a quarterback, Phil Rivers... He's putting up numbers. Him. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't care what Craig says here. We all know that Craig doesn't like him because he's burned him a couple of times in the past, blah, blah, blah. Trust me. Phil Rivers that, is a fan. bad clap. Here we are. No one's listening <laughs> okay. to you, Craig. I, I... Phil Rivers scores massive, massive fantasy points. He always has done for me, and he continues to score big fantasy points. He's... You know, 359 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, two interceptions, but he still had a quarterback rating of 122. The guy just scores big, big points. And considering he's putting in these these yards, um, without Keenan Allen, he's got some serviceable receivers at best. If he's available and you need a quarterback, I think that he is. He definitely could be an answer. He's sixth highest rated quarterback in the game at the minute from a fantasy perspective. Um, you can't tell me that he isn't a good option, Craig. I'm not having it. You're talking bollocks. I'm going to I'm going to endear myself back into you into your lives by disagreeing with Craig as well. Philip Rivers. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether the Chargers win or lose. He does, as Mark says, rack up points. Um, yeah, I'm with you on Cutler. I'm with you on Brady. But Philip Rivers, you, he's fighting your corner. As, as much as Cutler doesn't want to be there in Chicago or anywhere else, Philip Rivers has got, almost got the opposite problem. He wants it too much. He might throw the odd interception. He might blow the game um, like he has done, but he'll rack up those points week after week. Fuck Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck Philip Rivers. There's the bleeper. And his, and his 18 kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's angry all the time. Yeah, um, Absolutely. Sammy Coates is the uh, the new buzz receiver in the NFL. 
Real or real or not? Man, that guy's come from nowhere. Um, and I watched a bit of the the Steelers game um, this week, and he, well, admittedly, he was playing the shit that is the Jets, but. That guy was <laughs> unbelievable. 139 yards, two touchdowns, um, almost double the yards that Antonio Brown got. Um, he's come from nowhere. He was kind of like fourth choice receiver um, in, in that team last year. Then Martavius Bryant can't stop um, doing the drugs. And Marcus Wheaton has regressed massively. He's come from nowhere. He's legitimate number two receiver. And he, I, I, I'm firmly on the Sammy Coates train. I mean, and he dropped one as well. He, he dropped one in the end zone. I, 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 um, I think that he's a beneficiary of what is one of the two best offences in the league. I'm, I'm split. I feel like the Steelers have more weapons, but Matty Ice and the Falcons just look so dangerous every time they march down the field. So, clearly, uh, he's going to get his chances I didn't like seeing the drop, to be totally honest with you. I think um, it did raise some concerns for me. But if it's not going to be Antonio Brown and it's not going to be Le'Veon Bell and if Big Ben ain't going to do it on his own, then, well, Sammy, whatever, mate. Do you know what I mean? He he will get points. I I just, I don't don't like these one-week, 170-yard, two TD receivers. They're the kind of players you pick up and then a week later you drop. I want to see it again. is that, is in, that why you're one and four, Doug? Yes. Results. I have winning records in my two other leagues. I'll have you know. It's just this one. Doesn't like scoring points. How are you get? How are you getting on in our other league, Mark? Uh, uh, you know, improving. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 record are you? No, 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 Doug, I was three and zero. Fancy this week, Doug. <laughs> three and, two, and, two and three and improving. I'm getting there. All right, lads, let's get off this subject quick and um, just just let's, let's wrap it up and get out of here. Give me a quick. We'll go around the horn and give me your add or drop of the week. Uh, my namesake, Adam Thielen. I like the look of him. I mean, he he might be another one of these one game wonders. And Stefan Diggs is coming back, but I think he's shown enough to be a good number two there and available in. A lot of leagues, including a couple of my own, I would pick him up. Yep, I'm going to go with... That's a good shout, by the way. I'm going to go with Tyler Eifert. I think that he will be available in a lot of leagues, just looking on NFL.com. Nearly 20% of leagues, Eifert's out there. If you're looking for a uh, tight end, who could be a difference maker, pick him up. I'm going to go with um, Cap. And he's been named starter. Oh, good shout. At at, at San Fran, Um, I, I was... I like him and Hyde, and if he can move anything like he could a couple of years ago, that team looks much better than I thought it would be. So if you're in need of a quarterback, and I happen to be in need of a quarterback, Cap's worth a, a roll of advice. Certainly the next few weeks got a nice, after this week, got a decent schedule. I'm going with a drop. Um, if you haven't already given up on him, I think it's time to give up on Jarvis Landry. A lot of um, talk about him having a great season coming in, um, but an, another week where he's got two points time to get rid cool let's get off this corner boys starting to look weird five weeks into the season you're looking at your fantasy roster you're thinking I've fucked this up let me rephrase that no, no I'm no, thinking I'm, I've fucked yeah. this up <laughs> yeah, you're thinking you fucked this up yeah <laughs> What do you want to do more than anything else in the world? You want to redraft your fantasy league. So this week I set you guys the task of redrafting the top 10 picks of the 2016 fantasy draft. And you've all sent in your picks and we've, well, we, I have come up with an ingenious system of ranking those picks and coming up with a collated top 10. I'm not going to tell you how I did it. That's a industry secret and... I don't want to give it away, but I've come up with it here. So, which, which means he made it up. <laughs> no, it's actually it was actually really quite quite ingenious the way I did it. So, um, <laughs> Name, names out of that. <laughs> has, has it changed since I added my ten to the mix? Uh, it didn't change anything significantly. So, no. So none of the order of the top ten. So it was no, it was all... no, Very um, scientific. See, no, because. No, it didn't. 
No, he didn't. He'd already pulled about the hat by that. I'm being mischievous, forgive me. No, don't worry, don't worry. Um, Yeah, so, boys, you've all got the list in front of you. We'll start with uh, Melvin Gordon, the 10th overall pick of the 2016 NFL Fantasy Draft. Yeah, I I had Melvin Gordon in my team. Six touchdowns, um, genuine touchdown threat this year. Also, um, a good amount of receiving yards and a touchdown. I think he's like the fifth highest rated running back so far. I would be picking him up. Adam, you had him rated really highly, number four. Uh, Any particular reason you've picked him? I mean, you've picked him above Le'Veon Bell and Ezekiel Elliott. I, I think it's because of what's gone on at the Chargers and every other weapon going down injured. And his his production's been incredible. I don't I didn't expect what we've seen from him, and it's just so many other options there disappearing that he's just getting so much of the work. Yeah, he seems to have. You know, he was the one player that everyone said needed to take a step up, and he seems to have done it this year. Um, and he's scoring big points in fantasy. In at number nine, Carlos Hyde. Craig, you had him pinned on at uh, uh, the ninth pick. So, what was your reasoning behind that? Yeah, he's running the ball well. Um, I think that's good. But certainly, um, before before we started recording today, um, there was certainly talk that maybe there was a QB shift over there. Uh, and that's been confirmed this evening. And I like that. I think that only improves his value. Um, I think the lanes open up. I think it's really hard. I think you're going to see a lot of that quick read option over there and I think he's going to have chances and I think he will benefit if Cap can still run so he's run the ball well I think the situation is prime for him to continue to do well and if not do better and again Adam you had him ranked really high so similar similar reasons I mean I don't know what changing Gabbert for Kaepernick is going to do to this but the 49ers just seem to have nothing else and and Hyde is is just Again, doing all the work for them, scoring all the points, cleaning up each week. Yeah, again, it, it, it's a, a product of necessity, isn't it? The 49ers don't have exactly. anything else, so they go they go quite a lot to to their their main weapon, really. And he was injured out out injured all last season, so I think people have underestimated him. Number number eight, Demarco Murray, who's uh, Adam's boy. <laughs> Adam, you ranked him uh, well, at seven, though, so not not really your boy. I was just just trying to appear unbiased or something, and just just I'm nothing but delighted with everything he's done. I think that goes without saying. Mark, you were the highest on him, uh, number five. Yeah, um, you know you can't argue. You look at the stats so far. If I'm redrafting from now, he's the second highest yards in the league. Um, three TDs, two receiving TDs, second highest point scoring, running back. He's got no committee. You've got to draft him high. I think originally there was going to be a committee. Derek Henry. I yeah, he's, he's done nothing. No fault of his own. Just just Murray's been that strong. I mean, you, you'd, you'd be mad not to do anything but what they've done. Okay, num- number, number seven, with uh, the data has come back and shown us that it's... Uh, Julio Jones, I had him ranked at number eight. I don't think he has the consistency to be your your number one receiver. I think he's boom and bust, and this week showed that. I mean, he's gone from 300 yards to just an average day, and it's not not the first um, average day that, that Julio's had this season. If you're a fantasy owner, you're looking for your, your number one receiver to be producing every week. Yeah, I agree with you. I didn't, have him, I didn't pick him in my top ten at all. I wouldn't touch Julio Jones in my top ten at the minute. I, I like Julio Jones. I think Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league, not named Antonio Brown. I think that he will be more consistent. And I do think I, that there's a risk that when you've got the chance of scoring 30 or 35 points, that puts you in the conversation, that puts you up there. And I, I do think he will improve his consistency. I think that team is ready to roll. Number six, Lev Bell. Mark, you were the highest on Lev. You, you had him at the second overall pick. Yeah, he's going to put up huge numbers, both rushing and receiving, and obviously his suspension's gone. I think in if season starts day one, he doesn't have a suspension, he'd be first or second player taken off the board. I think it's the same now. The suspension, you know, 
dropped him he's a little done. bit, but I think yeah, that's done now, and he's going to he's going to be a con- con- contributor on a regular basis. Number five, getting into the top five now, Antonio Brown. Now I was the highest on Antonio Brown. He is without doubt the best head and shoulders above anyone else in the league wide receiver. Um, he's playing on a ridiculous offense, and for the Steelers to have our fifth and sixth best player in in, in fantasy. I don't understand how they lose games, really. <laughs> Ever. I'm, I mean, the thing I love about the Steelers is they've got all these great skill position players. But that line, mate, listen, Pouncey is the man. That offensive line is due half the points that offense score. They are doing a great job. Uh, number four, we've got Matt Ryan. Now, Mar- Martin, who who isn't here today, he's um, sanding his vagina. Um he had him at number two overall, but Martin's list was quite quite erratic and quite strange. To be fair, <laughs> we'll talk about that. At the shit end, is but... the word. You, shit is the word you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> don't statisticians have something for when there's a there's an outlier statistic that sort of skews all their other stats? They just disregard it, don't they? I think it's called yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that's an anomaly. Yeah, get yeah, rid of it. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, you can't argue with the amount of points he scored this year and. Um, it doesn't look like there's any signs that he's going to slow down. No, not at all. I like Matty Ice, and I think that... Is there, at this point, another QB you have over him, over than maybe Aaron Rodgers? I think Matty Ice is a solid top five. No, no, there isn't. Sorry, no, there isn't. Um, he, he's easily, comfortably the best, best QB in, in the league at the moment. The only, the only question I would have moving forward in terms of if you take him is if the only other person that I would... Uh, Big Ben's are in the conversation, obviously, because of the receivers that he's got. But I don't think... And I'm not sure he's made your list, but I'm not sure from this point onwards if you could ignore Tom Brady. Fair play. He fell off my list. I was going to pick him, and then he fell off um, because I just <laughs> couldn't... I, I couldn't argue with uh, Matt Ryan's Craig push him. Yeah. Craig so, pushed him. So into the top three, and this is where it gets interesting... Pretty much everyone had the same top three. There were a couple of little anomalies, but we had a, a McCoy Elliott Johnson three two one or one two three or two three one. And um, number three, after my highly scientific um, processing of the da- data, was Ezekiel Elliott. I think that's pretty tough on Zeke personally. Where did I have him? Third, oh, right? No. <laughs> I had him third. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got two of the top three, so it's difficult to remember. Listen, you've got all, you've got all three of the top three. I, I love. Oh, nice. I, I like. I like. Um, I do like Zeke. I think uh, situation's good for him, and he's got big shoulders, man. Guy's a really good athlete. In tune. He's got with a lot of football. big muscles. He did. Yeah. There you go, mate. Listen, <laughs> I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of Zeke, and he. he I'm. I'm hoping he, he takes me. Deep. Hope Zeke uh, takes me deep. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I bet you do. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, Adam, Adam, you, you, uh, you're not a believer. You had him at number ten. I've, I've just, I'm looking at my list again. I don't know what I was thinking for some of it. I mean, it, it was. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've looked at this in a different way. Really, I think any anyone who's in the top ten as a positive, um, I perhaps haven't thought about the order as much as I might have done. Um, but no, I'm, I'm a believer about um, about Zeke. Um, as, as I said already, agree with Craig on that. Okay, so we'll screw up your list and throw it away then. Yeah, uh, yeah, do it. <laughs> Great, do that. thanks for coming. Uh, number two is LaShawn McCoy. I got to be honest, I was not a, a believer at the start of the season, and I refused to draft him in any of my leagues for the first time ever since <laughs> I've played fantasy football. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy is a beautiful beautiful man <laughs> it, I, I, I love everything that guy does this needs some music <laughs> honestly he's <laughs> I've got him on the back of my Bill shirt he is I'm gutted, oh, I'm gutted that Craig has got him <laughs> fantasy against the Rams he was unbelievable and oh, yeah, I love him I love him to bits he's, he's another DeMarco Murray isn't he someone who's just dipped a little bit towards the middle of their career and you kind of think I don't want to, I'm not sure I want to touch him again he's he's on the way down and then perhaps a change of team again with him has, has done it he's, to the Bills. That, that's what I think it's been it's the change of team I think he, he I don't think he, he, did, he didn't want to well I don't think I know he, did, he didn't want to leave Philly he didn't like the way he was handled by Chip and it took some time to, to, to get right in Buffalo I mean 
as a lot of players talk about the difficulty in transition to Buffalo. Buffalo's a tough part to go to. It's called New York, but it ain't New York. So it's a, it's a difficult town to get to, especially if you use the Philly. I think he's taking him his time. They're giving him every chance, and, he, and, he's, and he's doing really well. Love Shady. So, Craig, are you, are you saying that the reason LaShawn McCoy struggled in his first year or so at, at Buffalo was because of traffic? <laughs> traffic and cold <laughs> um, and the consensus number one overall pick was Dave Johnson now I'm I'm just going to go with Dave Dave has been sensational this year and I'll tell you what it is about David Johnson because he's you know, his rushing yards are amazing and his touchdowns is amazing but the thing that he does better than any other back and why he's drafted number one is the fact that he's got 238 receiving yards this season as well. Proper dual threat, no committee, best back, probably best player in football at the minute. Yeah, that, that's what that is. You took the words out of my mouth. I, 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 you know, you've heard best back in football. I, I think Le'Veon Bell is, is probably, at the moment, Le'Veon Bell or Zeke Shady, best backs in football. This is the best player in football. That guy yeah. is the best player in football. The, the one thing that worries me about him, and it's probably a compliment so far, is injury. How can he have that many touches and seemingly just be immune from any kind of knock? He's he's taking every every snap from the Cardinals. It seems other other backs have gone down injured there, but it's is that going to break him at some point? I hope not. I really do. Yeah, you, he's he's one player that you you know you don't mind watching. He's pretty good, isn't he? Oh. Yeah. Isn't it right that the Cardinals almost drafted him by accident because they wanted someone else? After having watched that series, all or nothing, they wanted someone else, and the, someone else took that other guy, the pick before. So they ended up drafting David Johnson. He turned out to be this absolute superstar. Lucky fuckers. Yeah, I think I think they must have been on the phone to Martin or something during that draft. <laughs> um, okay, that wraps it up. There's your top ten. Just to go through it again, you've got ten Melvin Gordon, nine Carlos Hyde, eight Demarco Murray, seven. Julio Jones, six, Le'Veon Bell, five, Antonio Brown, four, Matt Ryan, three, Ezekiel Elliott, two, LaShawn McCoy, and one, David Johnson. So if you manage to find a league in which they're drafting tomorrow, maybe use this. You never know. Um, Adam, as the guest, you've got the privilege of picking the song for this week's one-sentence previews. Go. And it's Billy Joel with We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay, here it is. So... Broncos at Chargers. Bounce back ability needed, although you can rely on the bolts to balls it up. 49ers Bills. Probably the first game of the season where the Bills will start as favourites, so bank on them to lose. Eagles at Redskins. Sean Jackson's old team coming to visit. Really need a performance from him. I fancy the Eagles to take this one. Browns at Titans. Will anyone watch this? Ravens at Giants. Eli really needs to get that tepid offence going. Big win needed for the boys from NY. Jags at Bears. Hoyer to the rescue, but can he continue to lead the Chicago recovery? Rams at Lions. Promises to be an entertaining game, if totally pointless. Steelers at Dolphins. If you're suiting up for the Dolphins, D, lube up, because their boys from Pittsburgh are coming to take turns. (laughs) (laughs) Bengals at Patriots. Uh, if Dak Prescott can hammer the Bengals D, what can Brady and Co do to it? Chiefs at Raiders, a divisional show me matchup. Great O plays a tough D. Falcons at Seahawks, it doesn't get easier for the Falcons. Can the streak continue? Cowboys at Packers, best run stopping D in football versus the current rushing leader should be a fascinating matchup. Colts at Texans, Panthers at Saints. If Cam isn't coming back, I think the Panthers are done. Colts at Texans. The Texans can't pass and the Colts can't stop the pass. Two up and down teams in a very up and down AFC South. And lastly, Jets at Cardinals. It's going to be a long trip for my Jets. And there you go. Week six is one sentence previews in the book. Lastly then, any other business? And as a new boy, Adam, you get dibs. Okay, I don't know if these names mean anything to you. Um, Fabian Marty, Matt Sogard, Ross Kellett. Have you seen anything in the media this week of stories about them? I'm guessing you haven't. They are the number 784, 785 and 787 golfer in the world. 
Tiger Woods at number 786. All we hear about is how he's withdrawing from this tournament, how he's got another injury, how how his second poo of the day has gone. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> just, just stop it. I mean, a year ago, fine, I could just about put up with it. But, you know, you've gone, Tiger. Just move out, move aside, let a few others have a go. I mean, it's, it's probably the media more than anything. Just, just, just disappear. That's it. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> fucking with a banger to start. <laughs> um, Craig. So you boys been uh, keeping an eye on what's been going on in America because they've got two fucking buffoons arguing over who's actually going to run the most powerful country in the world. I mean, it is ridiculous. If you've seen those televised debates, how that is not satire, I have no idea. That is an episode of The Office on television done, does the American presidential election. These two are fucking fools. I want neither of them. Hillary Clinton, if you have to argue with Donald Trump, you're a fucking clown. Listen, Jay-Z said, uh, a wise man told me never argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. Come on, woman! Jesus! Yeah, that leads me on to my any other business, which is British people moaning about the fucking American election. (laughs) (laughs) Mind your own fucking business. I don't care. Donald Trump's a dick. Hillary Clinton's a dick. It doesn't matter if they're dicks because there's 300 people in the White House that stop them being professionally dicks. It just doesn't matter. No, Trump isn't going to build a wall. Hillary's not going to go to jail. Who cares? Yeah, we've got big enough problems here. Stop worrying about the Americans. And also, while we're at it, stop putting stupid memes in my Facebook timeline. I've been on Facebook a week. I'm already sick of it. I'm sick of it. All right? I don't care about your opinion on Donald Trump because do you know what? I know how thick you were at school and that's a lot of people, yeah? That's a lot of people I know who have been long-term friends on Facebook from when I was originally on there and I know how dumb you are. You don't know about the American election, all right? You don't even know about local elections, so stop it. Stop it now, Mark. (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't know how to follow that, though. Come on. (laughs) Do you know what I hate about this time of year? I do you know what I hate about it, and everyone takes the piss out of me. I'm not a spider fan. I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like how those little fuckers come from nowhere and they all breed all summer and then come September they invade my personal space. I don't like it. I want the spiders to fuck off. I would happily have a million flies flying around my house and not one spider. I, they scare the shit out of me. I don't like them. I don't know if I've mentioned that. Um, it gets to a point where people at work throw fake spiders at me on my desk because they think it's funny. And it's, it is quite funny for everybody else. I don't like it. So if you're a spider, fuck off. Mate. I don't like spiders, Doug. I can't help it. Jesus Christ. It's a lot of hate, man. Jesus. I hate them. I, hate them. <laughs> I, hate I don't them. like spiders or moths, so I actually do feel you. That's moths? What is yeah, wrong oh, with you people? Moths. Oh, mate, if I see a moth, mate, it's war. Like, I'm, one of us is going down before bedtime. <laughs> Everyone, everybody says to me, oh, you're in the UK, it's a really irrational fear, spiders can't hurt you. Fuck off. I can't tell the difference between a spider that's going to kill me or a spider that's just going to crawl over me and be scared shitless. Can I help if you I out? If I can't tell the difference. Can I help you out on that front? If you're in England, you it's try. not going to kill you. Yeah, but you, do you know what? I don't want to get close enough to, to check and make sure. No, but I, it, I it, it won't kill you, Mark. You don't know that. I do know that. No, I, I, be, no you don't. I do. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. And if you were scared of them, <laughs> you'd know how that feels. I don't, I, I, I'm not the person that's going to go anywhere near a spider. So, oh, look, no, that's a little house spider. Don't worry about it. That could easily be a spider that's going to come and kill me to death. I don't want to know. Keep away from me, please. Up up until about four o'clock this afternoon, and I saw yet another story about Tiger Woods. My only other business is going to be mosquitoes. I've been bitten five times in the last two days. It's October. It's England. What's going on? So I need your spiders. I need the spiders to get rid of these bad You can boys. have them. You can have them all. I'll have your mosquitoes. You can have the spiders. No, boys, I'm putting an end to this. We need to get out of here. It's been a good week. Uh, Adam, thanks so much for coming on and and spotting Martin. You're welcome back anytime you like. 
Um, all I've got to say Pleasure. is for Pleasure. one last time, long snap pod at Twitter, Tuesday PM longsnapper.wordpress.com or longsnapperpod on Facebook. Get in touch, listen, tell your friends because I'm getting sick of seeing nobody listening to this podcast. Um, right, boys, have a nice week. Take it easy. Cheers, Take Cheers, it. Cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs>